0: Hey guys, it's Leah with Not Your Mama's MLM Podcast. Guys, welcome back, and today... I am wrestling with some ideas and I thought I would share them with you because you might be wrestling with them as well. As you guys know, I am doing another challenge with the One Funnel Away Challenge, but a little bit differently this time. Instead of focusing so much on myself, it's I'm focusing on being a coach of coaches, right? So I'm all about creating leadership, all about creating fabulous women who are doing amazing things. And that is kind of what we're focusing on right now. And with the One Funnel Away Challenge, you know, one of the things that Steve Larson talks about is hiring a coach and being a coach. So if you can hire a coach and you can be a coach, being a coach is, is really what's gonna help you to solidify the concepts and the ideas that you're learning. Because you, if you can teach it to somebody else, you've gotten, gotten to the next level. And as you guys know, I'm a, I'm a homeschool educator and I use the classical model of education. So the classical model of education in the uh, under 18, essentially, really kind of focuses on three different levels of, of learning. So in the level of learning, you have the grammar level, which is basically where you're starting your knowledge process, where you're starting to learn the ins and outs and the words and the things that you need to know, so that you have a basic foundational knowledge i mean it's it's like learning a vocabulary it's it's learning any language so you're learning the grammar because if you don't understand what a word means how are you ever going to put it into context which is going to be the next step up which is going to be the logic stage where you're starting to put words together so you're actually starting to make sentences and you're actually starting to make things make sense so I think when you get to this level, uh, this the second level, this logic state, you're actually starting to formulate some ideas as well. And I honestly believe that going through a challenge as an adult, this is something that you're already there because you, you a lot of the grammar is already taken care of. Yes, there's going to be little bits of grammar, vocabulary words that you're going to learn along the way, but a lot of it's already there. So you're really kind of at that logic stage where you're starting to make connections between it. Granted, there's some definitely some new concepts and and with doing this challenge, I'm recognizing how much we're teaching people grammar and then we're getting them to a logic stage. And then when you that's what you are hiring a coach because you understand. So you're hiring coach. And then when you get to the rhetoric stage, you are now being a coach. You are now reteaching that stuff and you are making the connections that either somebody else didn't make before, or maybe you're just making connections for yourself. And so I'm at that stage right now when I'm teaching and I'm coaching that I'm making more of these logic, I'm sorry, these rhetoric stage connections and, and Today was one of them, and I am still a little bit wrestling with this idea. Uh, mission three for this pre-week of training is all about finding the who's and not the hows, right? So, not worrying about the the, yeah, not worrying about how you're going to get something done, but who can do those things for you. But it's not so much that. Because that's a concept that I've known for a long time. It's just like saying, you know, I I don't know how to do this, so who can do it for me? That's a pretty basic concept. But when it comes to the MLM world, we tend to not be people who are coming to the world with tons of money and resources, you know, uh, monetary resources at our fingertips where we could just hire somebody else out to do things. And if you're like myself and you're a bit of a perfectionist or you uh, don't hire until it hurts, uh, you understand that, you know, I, I love to learn things. I love I love the, the the challenge of learning things and then the mastery of that, right? So for me to actually hire out somebody else to do the work for me is a little a little bit more challenging. You know, when I started my wedding business like 10 years ago, I knew that I needed a website, but I didn't have the resources to do it. So I, not a problem, I'm going to learn it. I mean, I have a tech background, I can do these things, right? I spent hours and hours and hours. What, what we now call reverse engineering somebody else's website in order to figure out how to make it work for my own. I am self taught in so many different areas. I'm self taught in most of the coding that I do know or can know or Googleified my way to get there, right? Um, I, you know, I've self taught, sought, self taught in flash, but what good does that do me now? Like I spent, hours, I mean, days, probably months learning Flash in order to be able to build out things that so they look super cool. And now it's a completely, you know, back, it's it's completely, a, a, you know, I can't even think of the right word for myself right now. It's a completely dated concept and nobody uses Flash anymore. So, you know, I taught myself WordPress later on and I'm still constantly teaching myself new things because that's one of the things that makes me excited. But how much easier would it be for me to hire those things out? It would be way easier for me just to come up with the concepts and then hire those things out. Of course, you know, when you are a business owner, in, in, finances are tight you have to make choices and so you're either buying stuff with your time or you're going to be buying stuff with your money and in MLM we are that's one of the biggest things and biggest attractors to MLM is that you can buy things with your time because most of us have more time now granted as a mom and a homeschool educator and an IT you know contractor there's not a lot of time on my hands But I have to buy things with my time because the finances necessarily that I want to allocate, and this is what it basically comes down to, what do I value more, my time or my money? (laughs) Uh, Sometimes that gets in the way, but we need to really, you know, Guy Hendrix in the the Zone of Genius book, really, I mean, that's an amazing, amazing book, and if you haven't read it, I would highly suggest it, but he talks about getting into your zone of genius. What are the things that you're really good at? What are the things that you excel at? Those are the things that you don't need to give up. the things that you're not that don't come easily for you that you're not really awesome at those are some of the things that you can outsource those are some of the things that you need to find the who's for so that you can continue to do things and uh, as I was telling people in this challenge I think a lot of the reasons why we talk about the who's and not the how's is so that you don't discredit ideas that you don't just, you know, back away and shy away from things that you don't know how to do the great thing is in MLM, we have a lot of the hows already taken for taken care of for us with our who, and our who is our MLM. You know, it's our corporate office. They take care of a lot of those who's. They take care of, you know, uh, the fulfillment, the shipping, the. the- payment processing. They take care of the order fulfillments. They take care of the, you know, the support if we need it. They take care of the branding and the logos and the actual product creation. So there's a lot of things that we don't aren't responsible for and it actually kind of makes us lazy when it comes to the world of entrepreneurship. It makes us great business owners because a business owner uh, is somebody who's running the activities, right? If somebody is running a daily activities in a McDonald's. I wouldn't necessarily call them an entrepreneur. I call them a business owner. You're running a business. You're actually executing the business, but somebody who's an entrepreneur is going to be somebody who has a bigger vision. There's somebody who is looking and creating, you know, opportunities. They're responsible for, Creating the funnels. They're, they're responsible for creating the revenue that actually makes the business run. So, a business and a funnel are definitely not the same thing. You know, the business is the systems that support the creation of the funnel. So, of course, some of those systems, like we said, are in our business. The business is, you know, our network marketing company, whatever network marketing company you're in. They fulfill a lot of the systems that we need to have. And to create our funnel. So as we're creating funnels, you know, we're, we're not having to worry about all the who's, but there's other who's that we don't think about, especially in MLM, because we're so spoiled that we're just like, okay, well, this is how we do our business. We run the business. We're running the business as business owners because we're reaching out to people. We're knocking on doors. We're, we're talking to people. We're doing presentations. And to me, that becomes the busy work. We call them IPAs. At least that's what they're known as, income producing activities in the world of MLM. But to me, they're really busy work. They're the things that keep you in the business. They keep you working in the business, but they're not actually generating, they're not revenue-generating activities. They're income-producing activities, which basically means, (laughs) so income and revenue, same word, right? But to me, the difference is, is an income-producing activity is the actual business owner's job. They're the ones that are actually doing the actual work. Revenue-generating activities is more of the mastery behind what actually is being executed in the income-producing activity. So, As an entrepreneur, our responsibility is to create the revenue and hire the who's, right? So the who's, so one of the things that uh, is talked about, that that Steve Larson talks about, love Steve Larson, you guys know this, um, he talks about being an orchestrator. And guys, the word is conductor, (laughs) It drives me crazy every time he says the word orchestrator, but you know, when you've, you've used patterns of words. So for so long, it is just what it is. So you just go with it. But essentially the conductor doesn't know how to play the flute and the violin and the piano and the drums and the, all of these things. They hire the people to do that, to then conduct them to or the to conduct the orchestra to create the beautiful sounds so in my case you know guys my background's in theater granted my background is also as a you know choir director. i wasn't a choir director but i've been in many choirs and it's the same part you know the choir director is the one who is conducting all of the rest of the people who are singing to create the beautiful sounds the director is the person who's hiring the actors and the lighting guy and the set the guys and the costume designers and the you know the gift guys, the guys who are handling the booms and the sound and the music, they are then the, they're then the visionaries who are creating the entire process, right? And I love that. I loved being a, the, the director on a show and being able to say, hey, this is my vision. And I don't have to know how to create it all. I just have to come up with the vision. I get to come up with the ideas, right? And you all have to execute it. It's actually how I approach being a wedding designer as well. I came up with these amazing and incredible ideas. I would input in all the, the the knowledge from my clients and I would go and execute and I would find ideas and I would craft ideas and I would come up with these outrageous concepts that sometimes people would look at me and go, are you kidding me? How are we going to do this? Oh, no, that's not my job. My job is not to figure out how to do it. My job is to find out who's going to do it for me, who's going to create these things. My job is just to have the vision and to and to find the right people to execute the vision for me. And I love that part of being a wedding planner. And that's what I wanted to get to with my, my MLM. Instead of the hows, the every single day things, like how can I reach people without having to physically do it every single day? Who can do that for me? How can I walk people through the process of my business, of understanding what my business is about, what we do, how we do things without having to do the presentations every day? How can I Explain to, to clients what products they need and how they have to use them and, and what is, you know, what's the next step after they've used that and, 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 and all the ins and outs of that without having to physically do those things every single day by myself, right? That's where the who's come in. Now, here is a little bit of a shift. When we think who's, we think people, right? But who's a noun? A who could be a person, a place, or a thing. And in this case, A who can be a thing. You can put funnels in place to be a thing, the who, that is actually going to execute your income-producing activities. That's going to be the business of your entrepreneurship. You can put systems, you can put email processors in place. I can have funnels put in place and all of those things get taken care of for me. I can create webinars and challenges and I can create, uh, you know, all of these things for follow up, for presentations, for sales processes. All of these things can be done in who's, which then it frees me up to be a, to be the, the creator. Again, it gives me the ability to to look at the bigger picture than just the how minutiae every single day am I going to get the stuff done. And this is the next level. This is what makes your business scalable. MLM is the business that supports your revenue generating your revenue streams. It is your responsibility to create the revenue streams as a business owner or an entrepreneur. You have the choice. You know, if you want to be in the minutia and you want to do the daily activities and and this this is the way you work, then more power to you. I'm not saying it doesn't work. It's been working for years. This is what people have done. It doesn't create messaging, it doesn't create traffic, it doesn't do presentations, your MLM doesn't do automation, your MLM does not do offers, it does not create the revenue streams. As an entrepreneur, that is your job. That's what you get to do. You get to create and look Look for opportunities to become the conductor, to become the architect, to become the general contractor, to become the director of your business so that you can have a bigger impact. Logos aren't revenue generating activities. Neither is following up with people on a daily basis. It leads to the actual activity. It actually leads to revenue generating activity, but the revenue is actually the, the physical messaging, right? So we talk about copyright, copy, right? copy uh, and the things that are said in a message, the sales message that's being sent, the message in general that's being sent is the revenue generating activity. You need to master the messaging part, not the hitting the email send button. Somebody else can do that for you, whether it's automated, or whether it is a physical VA, a a virtual assistant who's doing those things. The income-producing activity is in the copy. It is in the hook, in the offer. It is is not in the physical activity of something. It is in the story, it is in the offer, and it is in the hook. And that is our responsibility in MLM to take our business and to go from selling one-to-one to to -to one-to-many so that we can exponentially grow. Someone or something can do the IPAs on your behalf so that you can become the entrepreneur in MLM so that you can focus on the big picture and keep moving forward instead of being stuck in the daily minutia of a business owner. The lead gen, the follow-up, the presentations. This is where we're going. This is the direction. Is that exciting? Are you guys on board? Does that make sense? I was so hoping this makes sense to you guys. I am loving this, and I and it totally makes more sense to me now. And it's all because of the one funnel away challenge, guys. As I told you, this challenge really is designed for any industry, any marketing, anything, right? But when it comes to the messaging. And when it comes to teaching these things, what is being taught has to be taught to 6,000 people at once. 6,000 people in 20 different industries. And everybody has to understand that it works for their industry because it does. There are people who have gotten it. There are people who make the sense of it for their own industries and have excelled with it. And when they did excel, when they figured it out, woo! Gosh, great things happen. The problem is is that so many of us get stuck with, oh my God, this doesn't work for me. How does this work for me? And so that's what I've done. And actually this this messaging is one of those This didn't come directly out of our uh, MLM support, OFA support group. But this message actually comes from the same kind of stuff. Instead of focusing on, yes, you're learning all of the great stuff from these amazing, amazing direct response marketers who've been doing this for decades now and understand what works and what doesn't work because they've been in the trenches. They love it. They do it. And it's what's working and it makes amazing things happen. But they can't take the time to handhold those that are in the MLM space and to help them to see that vision and how to, to bridge the divide because there's a divide between what we understand and in the MLM space now, and what we are trying to get to in the MLM space, and that is what our challenge group is all about, guys. If you are interested, the drop and you know the link is in the in the show notes, so that you can actually join us on the next challenge. Um, in addition, a few other things, but you get this kind of coaching, this one-on-one direct coaching direct connection, and then also be able to talk about the things that we're creating, the offers that are being created, and be able to bounce ideas off of other people who are in the same space. That doesn't mean to say you, can't learn from other people. It doesn't mean you can't learn from, you know, some of the the amazing things that other people are doing in in other industries. In fact, you should be learning from other people in other industries so that you can (laughs) actually be able to implement those things into our business, in our business model, and to create our business model as another level of business as opposed to just the daily minutiae. But to make that connection, to make that divide and that one-to-one correlation of what does it mean to be an MLMer and to now be a direct response marketer or to be taking our business online. That is what we're tackling in the MLM OFA challenge group. So guys... You can get in and find out more information about it. Find out about all the bonuses and challenges that you can get. Remember, the very last day to register for this next session, this next class is going to be August 18th at 9 p.m. So August 19th is going to kick off the next challenge. We are will be well into two weeks with this this challenge that's going on right now and the group of people that are working on it. But I could not wait to support you guys. Go jump over there to leamore.com forward slash mlm-ofa-challenge, and I will talk to y'all, babe, soon. Bye.